sure like everybody else in the world, you've been thinking, what does the world need more of? The answer is more podcasts. Anyway, my name is Connor Donnelly and I'm host of the GA Squared podcast. Planning to have some different guests on over the next few weeks and focus on different various aspects across GAA. Um, it's a bit of a strange year so far, obviously, with the whole situation going on. Uh, we might not even have an inter-county season at this stage, who knows? But uh, yeah, we're hoping to focus on some different topics, maybe across from the club games or anything interesting uh, that we can perhaps pick up on across the next few weeks. My first up, I'm joined by Connor Coyle uh, to talk a bit about the East Belfast GA Club and what they've embarked on this year. So Connor's a player for the men's team there, the senior team, and he's uh, he's uh, like myself, Barcelona Gales alumni. So he's uh, we'll hear how he swapped the red and yellow of Barcelona for the black and amber of East Belfast. For those of you who don't know, East Belfast set up a club there in that part of the city for the first time, I think over forty years or so. Uh, it's very interesting to see what they're trying to do there. They play in the County Down uh, leagues and they've also been playing in the Down Junior Championship with their latest game uh, last weekend there. So we'll hear from Connor all about that there and what they're trying to do there. And yeah, we're going to give this a go. So by all means, tweet us or find us on Instagram at GA Scores. Uh, and you can also download the podcast from all the usual podcast places. So anyway, uh, on with the chat with Connor. And uh, yeah. Give us some feedback and let us know what you think. So I'm here with Connor Coyle, uh, East Belfast uh, footballer and also I'm led to believe the first ever goal scorer for the East Belfast senior men's team, according to Jerome Quinn's Twitter. Is this true, Connor? Uh, I think Joe might have got that one uh, a little bit wrong there. Um, we actually, well, in, in the first game we had against Maharlin, I scored the first point, but we had a couple of goals in, in that game. Um, that weren't scored by me, unfortunately, but um, yeah, a um, couple, of, couple of history makers anyway. If Jerome says it must be true, over 4,000 views of that goal on Twitter, to be honest, how many of them came from you? Uh, maybe not myself personally, maybe only about a thousand of myself, but definitely from, from the Coyle family, I would say probably <laughs> another couple of thousand maybe for, for, for that one now. Um, so in terms of East Belfast, so it's obviously been very high profile over the summer there um, and how it started and that um, from your perspective, so obviously you've come, you come from Tyrone, we spell Barcelona and Madrid and that there in Spain, but how did you end up with in East Belfast? What was it that kind of attracted you to that? Well, I mean, I suppose, um, yeah, I kind of moved back to Belfast uh, a couple of years ago after a little bit of a, a spell abroad there. And, um, yeah, I mean, I'd kind of, I'd kind of had the idea maybe of, of coming back and playing um, playing for, like, Breda or, or St. Bridget's or, or, or whatever. But there's always that wee thing maybe about, you know, you know, sure, you're a Irish kind of club or whatever, and you keep walking into a team with a load of fellas that have you know been played together for for years and decades. Um, so I just I personally anyway just been playing a bit of soccer and was happy enough with that. But I seen obviously that the the new club had started up and kind of just really fitted in with you know the whole idea of you know being cross community and, and, and all the rest of it, which is 
you know, really kind of appealed to me. And a lot of new fellas coming in and, and not knowing each other. And um, yeah, just it's 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 worked great so far. Obviously, there's there's been a lot of interest and a lot of a lot of kind of um, media coverage and stuff. Um, and that's definitely helped with with the numbers and and the participation levels and stuff, which have been which have been crazy. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I I kind of um, got interested in it in a way. And I think that's probably the same for for a lot of the boys too. And the, and it just essentially started. I mean, the club. It, it seems like it just started off with just a tweet that went out one one weekend or something like that there, and it just seemed to spark from there. Yeah, so it was it was Dave McGreevy who um, who had kind of spells with with Down, and he was actually captain of the London team at one stage as well. You know, the year they played against, they got to the Connacht final, I think. Um, oh, David Dave's from from T Connacht and Down, and yeah, he just I think he's living just in Down East Belfast at the minute. And him and him and Richard, who's from Cardiff, I think, um, have just a bit, a bit of an idea on a Sunday morning over breakfast, and it kind of just snowballed from there. I don't think either of them really ever expected the. The levels that it has already got to, you know, even within just a, a, a few months. So, um, Dave's a Dave's a, a great fella, and um, you know, he, he gets plenty of stick from from the fellas and the team and that. But um, you know, he, the effort that himself and, and Richard and, and all the rest of the, the people involved has been been enormous, and it kind of makes for the success that it has been already. And what what's their roles then in the club now, David and Richard? I'm not. I know Dave's the secretary. I'm not sure about Richard. I think he might even be the chairman at the stage. Um, I think the the committee at the stage is still the interim committee, but um, yeah, we still haven't had had an AGM or anything like that there. But um, you know, Dave maybe be the secretary. Um, mm. but he's kind of doing everything really for you know yeah. a lot of stuff. And the same with a lot of the members of the committee and even the you know the, the boys that are playing and maybe on some some committees and stuff. It's just kind of everyone popping a hand to the wheel. That, you know, at certain stages when when required. Yeah, and then I suppose then looking at what the club's done so far. So I mean, probably in media coverage alone, they're probably happy with how the word has got out there. Obviously, that the ethos of the club and everybody together, which obviously helps there. Um, and also for a brand new club and up or operating in all four codes as well. That's it. I mean, like, it's absolutely crazy to, to see the the numbers of people involved here. I mean, we're going down to play against teams down in you know in, in, in South Down who are maybe struggling to get fifteen or, or, or twenty fellas out or, or or girls out for a you know for a movie match or a football match. First the first few weeks there, and even up until now, you know, in the men's football team alone, you're maybe getting forty to fifty plus lads at, at, at training every night, um, which which is great, you know. There's obviously a big catchment area. There's a lot of fellas, even like myself, who you know are down, you know, who are now living down in Belfast, and um, you know are, are going to be settling here for, for 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 a good length of time. So um, you know, there's plenty of people to choose from, as well as you know, obviously the people who are you know originally from East Belfast as well. Obviously, there's there's quite a few as well. So um, no, in terms of the the numbers and in terms of participation, it's 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 really mushroomed. Um, you know, just in a short period of time as well, and you know, by all accounts, that that looks at the to continue. I suppose. And then, in terms of, I suppose, this year of all years is just the strangest, and for any any sport, never mind, just in GAA. And I suppose that there instant of getting a few games, like how was that in terms of the, for the club to try and get games? Um, any others like I know for myself and my club our first game we played one league game um, and then everything locked down and then our next game that we played was a few months later and it was straight in the championship what about East Belfast how did they find that it's I actually couldn't believe it initially I mean I you know whenever I first kind of heard about the club and I think when the first few conversations were happening I think 
the first aim was to kind of right. Let's see if we can get this ready for for next year. You know, heading into twenty twenty one, and we can get. You know, I think even Dave was saying that their initial, um, their initial idea was to maybe try and get an under twelve, you know, under twelve team in for for next year. Um, and you know, I think from from what from what the guys in the committee have been saying, um, the Down County Board and and all the relevant bodies and also GAA and and everyone have been. Absolutely fantastic, and, and getting getting things on the road. I mean, even just leading up to the, the first game, um, there was a scrambling for you know for a lot of guys that maybe had played for clubs previously and had to get transfers and, and all that kind of stuff. So there was there was a serious amount of work being put in um, by by not even people just within the club, even people in the in the Down County Board to, to try and get that all that through. And you know, fair play to them because they, they could have just eased, just as easily not you know not been as helpful, um, and nobody probably would have bothered an eyelid. But um, you know, they were very accommodating and. And, um, yeah, I mean, as far as they were concerned, you know, and, and, and as far as all the rest of the clubs and Dine were concerned, they were happy to have one more. And um, that's that's obviously a great thing. And that's a good thing about the GAA, I suppose. Um, but, yeah, just in, in terms of actually playing, I suppose, we, we weren't really ready for it. I mean, we, we had, in terms of the men's team anyway, the men's football team, we had... I think four training sessions before before our first competitive game in the league. So <laughs> that's not really a hell of a lot of time to um to, to get prepared for you know for, for going into competitive football. And um you know it's, it's just a, again a good testament to all the guys involved that that you know uh, we haven't necessarily got off to the best start in terms of, of of the results yet. But even the fact that we're able to field field two teams um in in football as well as all the you know the rest of the teams in in. in Mogi and, and Harlan ladies football is just just tremendous. Yeah, and even just looking across the the coverage, obviously that's been um, the club has received so far, and all the different games and the different teams and all the firsts. You know, the first first senior hurling team or first uh, first. Uh, Football or reserve and reserve hurling, Camogie ladies footballers won the other week there as well. Yeah, brilliant. Um, I think we, maybe a few of the teams were competing against each other, just seeing if we could be that that first <laughs> one to get the win. Um, the footballers in the first game we got off we got off to a great start and we thought we were we went five points to to, to nothing up. I think I actually missed a, a really good chance for a goal at that point to actually put us eight points up early on. And then we, I think the legs just left us in at that stage, and we ended up losing by four or five. I think in the end uh, to Maherlin. But yeah, the Lady Reserves won won the first kind of official club game last week, and and won quite convincingly as far as I know. So um, that's obviously great, and it is. It has been a lot of firsts, and um, yeah, we're we're just hoping to to kind of continue that and, and to get as many wins on the board as we can hopefully this year, and then continue that on. Yeah, and then you just got at it. So I know you was in a sort of late sort of like you were mentioning earlier about down like the county board trying to get you in, and you were added to the so you were in the junior football championship. You just played a game already, and that is it. That I take it that's Ryan Robin at the stage like most most championships around the country. So no, it's actually um, um, it's 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 knockout with uh, within the junior championship. I think there was just an odd number, so there's one two, uh. and then. Uh, the first round was there. Are you are you the odd number? Yeah, just make it the odd number. <laughs> no, well we, we were actually playing, so we, we got beat on Sunday by Dundrum. Um, again, I think it was ten points, and I think at the end, and um, well beat. So we've got plenty to work on. Um, but now we're we're we've, we're in the back door essentially. We've got another chance. So we play Cleef, I think, uh, tomorrow night in the in the back door, which will be um a really tough game because they I think they're three from three in in, in the league. So um. Playing them and Drummond S tomorrow night, so it'll definitely be it'll be it'll be a really tough one for us. Um, but again, I think I think the, the bigger picture of it is that you know we're still very much even in pre-season mode, and I think for definitely for the men's footballers anyway, a good winter 
training kind of regime would 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 would, would stand us in a lot, in a lot good stead. But um, we'll definitely give it a good rattle tomorrow night anyway. Um, to, to try and get in the next round. And where were you playing at then tomorrow? Is as championship games home uh, home and away, or is it a neutral venue for the, for those for those no, games? No, it's neutral. For the we, we played last week in uh, in Bright, um, and the game tomorrow night is on in in, in Drummondhead. So um, a little bit closer for us, but um, yeah, um, yeah. Listen, it's just been great to, to actually you know to get out and play championship football again. I know for myself and for quite a few of the other lads there that maybe. I say haven't really played, um, you know, haven't really played played GA for in Ireland at least for 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 quite a long time. To to have that bit of a, a championship buzz that we got on Sunday and all the preparations even up to that was 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 definitely great to be to be a part of. Um, as I said, hopefully we can just get a few more wins under our belt. We'll, we'll be doing well. And what's the plans then? I suppose it's very very early stages. Stephen probably be considering this, but in terms of where you play your matches at and your home games. So at the minute. User obviously with it being championship, a lot of the games are neutral venue anyway. Um, has there been any discussions about what the sort of short term plans would be for that in terms of where where um where the club would be based? Yeah, I mean this is this is this is a, the difficulty I suppose. Um, you know we from speaking to the to, to Dave and, and the other guys on the committee, um, the big two kind of major issues that we're facing at this stage is 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 number one getting a bank account because there's I think one of the guys was speaking to someone in Australia that there's a backlog of. Fifty thousand people trying to open up bank accounts, um, and obviously, you know, without a bank account, you can't, you can't um, collect membership. Um, so, you know, there's a GoFundMe page, for example, that 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 gets some funds into it. But, um, you know, we're, we're, they're trying to get that sorted out as soon as possible. The other one, then, obviously, is the is the facility issue. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, listen, East Belfast obviously isn't a, a GA um, stronghold, so there's not a hell of a lot of, of facilities available. We had one home league game there um, against um, Glass Drummond, which was at Cherryvale. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know myself personally whether whether that's something that will be a long term option. That's that's obviously kind of breeded home home ground, and we might kind of get to use it from you know now and then. But um, yeah, there, there's still a you know in terms of training at least you know where we had been been training up at Henry Jones, which is a you know a, a council pitch, but you know where there's no um, there's no J post or anything, so we've been actually training this last few weeks up and down in, in Ormo Park and in, in, in the in the Oakland. So yeah, it's very much kind of short term at this stage anyway, trying to get whatever we can get the the titles over. Um, as, you know, as far as I know, you know there are plans in place and there's plenty of discussions going on with with you know with local councils and and neighbouring clubs in in order to try to come to some sort of short term and long term solution for it. But um, you know, obviously kind of inner city areas it's it's facilities are hard to come by and um yeah it, it, it hasn't been it hasn't been particularly easy so far i don't think yeah like henry jones there have played played a good few soccer matches up there before um lost a penalty shootout up there once actually just now that i think of it um it's not ideal obviously for training you know practice shooting and that there too uh at cherryville are you on the the 4g or he's on the grass there from the grass yeah i think it was when, the 4g is massive there yeah when we're on the when I think it's I think it's actually a fairly brand new pitch. Actually, yeah. the one we were playing on it was it was brilliant. Now it was a, it was a great surface. Um, but yeah, I just you know, if we could get there long term, it would be it would be brilliant. But I'm just I'm not sure what the what the ins and outs of the uh, of that situation are, you know. But um, yeah, it was great to actually even get out and get get playing on it. It's it's a great surface now. Yeah, because I know there's obviously a couple of clubs there. Obviously, Brady you mentioned uh, Simalik is play there as well. Like you, a couple of clubs in there uh, too. 
Um, in terms of the in terms of the actual makeup of the team, then so I know obviously there is a there is a major cross community effort with this club, and obviously with the um, you know with the the kind of ethos of the club and the reasons kind of setting up to try and bring people together. Um, in terms of the team, like what have you noticed in terms of the dynamic? I know I've read a few stories, obviously about some fellas who you know have played hockey before trying out hurling. What's what have you noticed with regards? I know you're involved with the football yourself, just so what have you noticed there in terms of what the club what the club has managed to achieve and that's that front? Do you know what? I think I think the biggest thing. That that I've seen, and I'm sure most of the fellas will probably agree with 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 me on this, is that you turn up for training or you turn up for a match, and you know there's a bit of banter about where people are from and all the rest of it, but nobody really really cares that much. Do you know what I mean? It, it and, and that's I think that's the that's the main thing is that you know we're we're, all, we're very welcome for any new members and, and for people coming on board, and no one really looks at you or, or looks at you funny if you're not from as one area or another um everyone kind of gets welcomed with with open arms regardless of that so um you know it's not something that we we are really focusing on um there's 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 been a few clusters of of for some reason there's a there's a quite a significant number of, of straban um fellas in, in in the football team anyway um and a few fellas from quite a few fellas from madden and in, 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 in armagh as well so there's weak clusters of, of people i think that maybe had, had known each other beforehand um as well as obviously kind of a wee bit of a contingent of, of people from 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 east belfast from the local area but um yeah it, it's i mean it, it's not something really that that gets discussed um and an awful lot you know as said where um you turn up and you train alongside a fella and, and and you chat away and, you, and but there's no real you know there's no real talk about you know for the for the for the most part we, we all live in Belfast now we're all and we're all going to be here for you know for for you know we're so we're all set very well settled here as far as I know so um yeah that's kind of the main the main thing I, I will notice anyway and in terms of the the management structure in these in these teams across all the different codes so how has that gone about in terms of getting the getting the managers on board and the coaches and in, in that are you is finding that there are people who across all the teams that are there are people who a little bit like yourselves who are playing that just want to sort of contribute to a team or where where's the sort of makeup of the different uh, management teams well i think we, we were lucky enough in, in the men's football team anyway that um dave dave mcgreevy had a bit of a relationship with with shay curran who is from warren point and has managed a few teams in, around down and school teams and things like that so shay was pretty much in 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 the door from day one for us um and he's been brilliant, just you know, from 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 the men's football team's perspective, and that you know, as I said, uh, he's dealing with a few boys that, that had played played Gaelic before, and, and he's dealing with with boys that, that haven't at all. So, um, you know, to be able to get somebody in that can kind of understand that, and and um, you know, can kind of can help everybody out in, in in developing, no matter what what level you're at, is has been really important. In terms of the, the other teams, I think initially there was you know. They were maybe struggling to, to find people to get the you know to, to be able to coach all the rest of the teams, but as far as I know, every everyone now is is well sorted out, and and you know there was there was plenty of people putting their hands up for for positions, and I think that's that's one of the the big things I've noticed as well is that you know even even from committee level um down down towards kind of management and coaches and subcommittees and all the rest of it, there, there's no shortage of of volunteers and, and people willing to, to to lend plenty of time and, and even expertise. I mean, I think Dave was saying that um. A lot of the um, a lot of the kind of committee members were, were were chosen pretty much based on their on their level of expertise. You know, there's accountants, there's you know there there's teachers, there's people people that that are ready made for 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 roles at roles in the committee. So, yeah, that's one thing we're definitely not short of at this stage is is effort or, or volunteers.
Yeah, that's no, that's very true. And like, and I think even just looking from the outside, looking in, like, um, the positivity around the club, um, you know, like, I think, uh, I think if your PRO is pulling strings, they seem to be doing all right there. They're probably the probably the best PRO about at the minute that they're with all these interviews and that that they're managing to get. Um, oh, I, just, I mean, listen, no, yeah. people love a good news story, especially yeah. especially at the minute because there's not a hell of a lot of them going about. <laughs> yeah, I know that's very true. And then like, and it's just funny whenever you're talking, you mentioned earlier, you're saying about Dave and that was more looking, you know, about how we can get an under twelve team in in twenty twenty one, and now they're feeling must be senior and a reserve team across all four codes more or less like you know like that's that's an, it's incredible like there's there's clubs out there that would never get numbers like that there and you're saying about 40 or 50 turning up for training um with the covid restrictions then when training like i know initially especially um in the north anyway it was it was the case you know we're having the training groups of 15 and how, you, how have you found that there you, you spread across all the different pitches at henry jones initially or how did that work that's it. I mean, you know, I think um, you know the, the men's footballers would train usually on a, on Monday and Wednesday at a certain time, and then I think the the ladies' footballers would be like uh, an hour or two earlier than that, and then uh, the hurling and Camogie then would, would take place then on the Tuesday and Thursday. So um, you know, there, 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 there's plenty of time, and and um, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, like every kind of club now, we we've got COVID officers who, who make sure that all the you know, all the um, all the guidelines are being adhered to, and 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 you know, you've all your questionnaires filled out, and 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 just to make sure, you know, obviously that um, everybody's well, nobody's showing symptoms or anything like that. So I mean, listen, that's that's I wouldn't say that's necessarily anything that's um that that's that's different to us than than any other club. That's that's what everyone has to do these days in order to you know to try and um you know to get the um where we need to be, I suppose. So, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's been strange. Obviously, it's something that, that we're not used to dealing with, but um, I think as, as, as time goes on, it just, just kind of becomes part of your, your routine, I suppose, every training and match. You know, you make sure you have your, your questionnaire filled out to make sure that, you know, that all your, you know, your hands are sanitised, your, you know, all your equipment's sanitised and that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, um, it's just, it's not something that's, 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 that's um, not but part of the, part of the normal life, but um, we're getting used to it. Yeah, and just just as I go back to something you mentioned earlier there about the the fixture against Glass Drummond, um, watching Conor Harrison in action that night, he seemed to be um, he it just seemed to be real. I don't know you could really see the real star quality. Well, what was it like for for boys being exposed to that you know that level and intercounty footballer playing um, at that level against the likes of yourselves who I've actually seen him tweeting recently very positively about the club. Uh, it was funny. We were actually out right having a few beers um, you know, the, uh, the championship match the other night, and um, the Cormac, who was playing full back that day, um, was getting was getting a little bit of uh, gentle gentle um, abuse about um, about the hammer hammering that he took that day. Um, but I mean, listen, the reality is that, that Conor Harrison is, you know, for for that level of, of football, you know, down Division Four, he's he's just. Um, Head and shoulders above above everyone in terms of individual quality and, and and talent. And the day that we played them, obviously, um, you know, he was he, he showed that. I think like a three nine or something. I think he, he he finished up with that day. Um, so yeah, listen, we we obviously ha- had a plan had a plan in our kind of limited tactical knowledge knowledge to date. We had a little bit of a plan to stop him, but <laughs> it, yeah, there, there wouldn't be many. There wouldn't be many on the pitch that day that would have stopped him. I don't think. To be fair, to be fair. Um, I just, it was it, to, to be honest, it was a joy to watch that day. Just the, the way he was kind of waltzing in, 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 in and out of us, um, you know, uh, 
it's not long ago since he was, I don't know if he won an All-Star, but he was at least nominated for one. So, um, you know, that's, that's just at a different level from from what we would be operating at, at this stage, I think, as a team. Yeah, yeah. And just and just on, like, just sort of moving on to the likes of the COVID uh, restrictions and that. And then with, obviously, in the South, you know, the latest news, obviously, that they're going to completely cut back in the crowds to the 10 GA games. Now, it's a wee bit different for us still in the North at the moment anyway. Um, but who knows, like, what will happen there in terms of, so, what, what what effect do you think this could potentially have in, in, in like an All Ireland Championship, for example, inter county level? Is it is it likely that something like that probably won't actually go ahead because they won't have it because there'll be no crowds at it, or what do you think on that front? I think you know, I think financially, anyway, from from the GA's point of view, you know, having no no crowds or or a very very limited crowd is is you know, it kind of financially makes it makes it unviable for the GA to actually to actually run it. I mean, that that's obviously one one aspect of it. Um, I think. Having spoken to a few different fellows who are involved with with county teams recently, and um, you know, just just hearing people people speak about it, I think a lot of the inter county players are, would nearly be in favour of, of 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 scrapping it all together if you know if 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 they came down to it and starting afresh from 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 next year. But uh, I mean, they're obviously still you know, I think the GA are still very much in, in favour of, of of trying to get it completed in 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 some way, shape, or form. Um, Listen, it's obviously just kind of um, extraordinary circumstances at the minute, and I, I'd love to see it personally. I mean, I'd love to see um, whether it be November or December time. I'd love to see you know an All Ireland of, of some uh, shape or, or, or description happening. Um, you know, it's it's been a long summer of you know myself. You know, I'd I'd, I'd follow Tyrone obviously quite a bit, and um, you miss the kind of crack and and, and and buzz of going down to Cook Park or going down, going down to the Clonus or Hilly Park or whatever it is. Um, you know, so it'd be great if, if we could get some sort of that before the end of the year. But um, you know, I think I think it's, it's it's looking very difficult at this stage. I mean, I don't know, I don't know. What what, what do you think yourself? Well, like in terms of looking at the rationale applied to it, it doesn't seem. It does seem like it was an easier thing for them to cut back. Obviously, there's been an increase in cases, and look, it is to be taken seriously, obviously. But I think it's maybe there's a wee bit of inconsistency in terms of what is open and what isn't. And I think that's something that actually, if you're thinking about it, the GAA possibly to to a fault at some stages have been overly cautious in what they've done in their approach. Now, you were mentioning about having to fill out the survey and that there, you know, ahead of training and doing the same, like. I, like in other sports I'm not aware of that like I play soccer as well like a, there's it's not to that level you know what I mean that you're having to go to for these links um COVID officers you know even the delay if you look at the delay of the time when they were opening the pitches again the government gave uh, a date they could open and they actually the GA opened it after that they were like no we're going to take our time with this so I think I'd say, I'd say a big part of it is probably a lot of GA people are just feeling a wee bit hard done by you know as well of the sense of like we've went above and beyond and we're the first ones to be hit again when it comes to it you know and there's probably other areas that they could that could have been addressed first you know and so I think it is something like that there I think as well yeah, who knows? Maybe, maybe with the change, change of government, and you know, um, down south might have played a part as well in terms of the consistency of the phases and that that they were looking into. But I think, I think, I think the GA will push for it. I know, I know they'll, I know there'll be the argument, obviously, of if there's not, you know, money to be made off the, you know, the the cash cow of the GA, which is the All Ireland Championships. But if there's not. I don't know. I think I think in terms of a product like that being held back for another year, look, would it whet the appetite for next year? Absolutely, probably would. Um, 
is there is there a degree of the the club game the grassroots for example again it's time to shine absolutely look, looking at it from a club player uh, point of view but I do think that there would be they would want to go with an All Ireland and like you said yeah November time having an All Ireland final um, is probably ideal I think the GA is not going to make any call now anyway because it's not October is it whenever they can't they can't start until October anyway isn't that right yeah. I think clubs kind of um, uh, take precedence up until that point. But I mean, yeah. to go back to what you're saying about the restrictions there, it, it is, I mean, it is kind of you know, laughably kind of inconsistent the way that, you know, you, you can go to a, a pub, go and sit in a pub with a hundred other people and, and, and watch the same match that you can't walk down to and, and stand outside in, in the open air. Um, you know, it, it, you know there, there's a lot of inconsistencies there. And, you know, there's... there's uh, it's obviously a difficult situation that that everyone's in, and they're they're trying to to do what's best, I suppose. But um, you know, as you say, the GA have de- definitely kind of went above and beyond. You know, and they have to be commended for that. You know, of actually, t- you know, taking that cautious approach and, and making sure that they have the systems in place to be able to, you know, to make to ensure social distancing and all the rest of it. Um, and they took plenty of criticism at the time for being overly cautious as well. Yeah, but you're listening. Mm-hmm. Uh, the same as anything else, if you know. You're damned if you do, and you're damned if you don't. Um, but yeah, I think they've definitely reason to be be aggrieved anyway at, at this stage, um, just in terms of the inconsistencies. But um, I don't know. It's 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 hard to know where, where they go from here now. And then, uh, like, because uh, of you know, you obviously get you get the people who would be calling for right if the All Ireland doesn't happen then the you know okay we can have the club provincials in All Ireland and all that there as well which would be a nice substitute obviously but it wouldn't probably be the same um in terms of the way that they laid it out with the plan and you know they're going to play the last couple of rounds of the say you know say things do go ahead with All Ireland you know if they're going to play the last couple of rounds of the league and uh, then they're going to go straight into an All Ireland knockout uh, like from your point of view in terms of how they laid it out you know with was this an opportunity for them to try a different different method for the All Ireland? Was this the opportunity to try, you know, similar to what a lot of club championships have done this year, uh, change to, you know, a group stage, you know, say, th- you know, you've thirty two teams there, you know, do you do you go for, uh, you know, go for the groups of four or something like that? There was that was it an opportunity missed really for the All Ireland, saying it, if it does go ahead. Yeah, I mean, listen, if they were ever going to try something new and, and something, um, you know, something something novel and, and at least in an experiment format, now is probably the time to do it. I mean, um, I, I think even it's going to call into question now the, you know, even something that that's been been talked about and you know it's been discussed loads in the last few years is the is the GAA calendar and in, in a lot of ways it, it it doesn't work the way it doesn't work the way it should for for a lot of people. Um, you know, club club players in particular, you know, especially kind of young guys, maybe playing playing for universities and stuff. You know, there's been plenty of cases in the past where people just you know have, have been struggling and, and and with play with burnout and, and all all these kinds of things. Um, so I think that's you know from what I've heard this last few days, it, you know, it, it it seems to be something that they're at least considering is actually a, a split in the calendar where where you're not kind of having county players kind of coming in and out of club setups and it, it, it's it's split at a certain stage or one section of the years for club, one section of the years for for county action so listen it's maybe not 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 the worst thing in the world if if you know if if that's if it's making them think of, of other ways to do things and because i mean make no mistake mistake about it there's been plenty of complaints in, in the last few years and probably rightly so but 
you know, um, the way the, the championship structure is set up and the way the calendar is set up and, and all the rest of it. So, um, yeah, there, there's plenty of thinking to be done. But um, as I said, what, what the actual solution is, I don't, I'm not sure anybody is, is, is any the wiser. No, I think it's a bit of uh, wait and see what happens, uh, really. Um, tell me this, does, um, you know, like playing in nights like that we've had recently um, with the storms and that, does it make you miss playing out in Barcelona, Barcelona Gales? <laughs> uh, you know what? It, 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 it doesn't make me make me miss playing in in the middle of Madrid in in June where it's where it's forty five forty five degrees some days um some days some of those days you'd be begging for 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 a drop of rain so oh, no definitely it's it's definitely it's a different lifestyle and even playing over there you know I'm sure you know yourself um you know it's eleven aside you know it's 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 a faster game it's kind of played in tournaments and and, and blitz formats which you know can can be tiring on the legs like you, you're trying to fit a whole you know. If you're traveling from Madrid to Barcelona for a weekend. You're, you're trying to fit a load of football into into um into one day, pretty much. And and you know, there's obviously a bit of um a bit of socialising then that, that goes on, on top of that as well. But um yeah, you, you you definitely miss the weather now. I think I think every every night that we've been out to play a league or championship game so far this year, um it's been a complete washout. Um so <laughs> yeah, you definitely miss a bit of sun. I have to say. Yeah, so, I know. A year I played for in Barcelona. Um, we played a tournament down in Valencia, and it's easily, easily the hottest of ever weather I've ever played. It must be about 32, 33 degrees or something mad like that. Like it's just easily like every pitch is rock hard. It's just it's madness. Good crack, like but yeah, Jesus, I don't know, I don't know about that. Sometimes although when playing the playing in the lashing rain there last night, uh, our match. Um, it was um, still scoreless when it came to the first water break. So, uh, and then it was a point each at half time. So I don't know, maybe it lends itself. At least, well, at least the games over in Spain are uh, goal fest usually. Um, uh, Connor, that's great. Um, thanks very much for joining us. I think uh, I think we'll end it there. Um, yeah, thank you very much for joining us on our on our comeback show. No problem at all, Connor. Good, good, good to have you. Good to have me on.